Good evening, good evening, good evening. And uh, what an awesome Sunday we had. My word, just good testimonies. Of all the services, new people came. Of course, limited. And phenomenal things that God are doing. Oh, my word. I want to read from my cell phone what Pastor Ula sent me some testimonies of people that came through the restoration center and phenomenal stuff that happened. Now, this is what makes life worth living when somebody, life can change. Now, this morning we had a phenomenal service. Oh, my word. And I got up early. And as I walk in the kitchen, the Holy Spirit spoke to me. God said, I will restore. That's out of the book of Joel chapter 2. But let me help you because this afternoon we were supposed to start an hour later because of load sharing and then they cancel it. So that's why we're here at 6 (laughs) o'clock. And uh, phenomenal about the month of September. Now, Scripture explains Scripture. Scripture declares Scripture. And I want Scripture for whatever God tells me. Because otherwise you can live in a lala land with somebody said, God said, and is it in the Bible? If it's not in the Bible, it's not God. I don't care if they can stand on their head and whistle the anthem through their big toes. <laughs> If it's not in the Bible, it's not God. And we were reading this morning and we start because we are talking in September about push, P-U-S-H. And uh, now I know they say, pray until something happens. That's what we're also going to talk, but not now. But we say, push until something happens. Persevere. Now the whole thing that Paul was addressing it's not he who start in the spirit and end in the flesh. We need to start and grow and become more powerful because be in the power of his might. Now, listen to this about the, the scripture in Joel, and I'm going to read it and just give you a little backup what we spoke on this morning to get to the thing. And uh, now what I like is when the Holy Spirit intervene and bring direction because I don't want to preach because preaching is preaching. Can I tell you a secret? I actually have to motivate, say, you like preaching. No, no, I like other people to preach. But this is the thing. When we share a word, it must be a now word. Somebody say a now word because when the cameras are off, Services is gone. The organ doesn't play out that we have organs. And the musicians are not there and the pastor is not there or whatever. And you face a challenge that you know, that you know you have the ability how to overcome, how to make it in this life. Now always think about the promise of God. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Wow. Now, that is a phenomenal thing. Now, the the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 10 says, If the axe is dull and does not sharpen the edge, then he, a man, 
must use more strength. But, now the, the word but is, here's a solution for something. Now that means if you sit with a dull axe and you want to chop off the tree, you need to put more strength in and it's going to take longer. Say, I don't have time to waste. He says, but wisdom, wisdom. That word wisdom means skill. <laughs> wisdom is the principal thing. Skill brings success. Now remember the word skill in the whole of September. It's, it's going to help you because it's connected to wisdom. Now, that's why you can have all the knowledge. If you don't have wisdom, you can remain stupid. <laughs> I know people who have so much head knowledge and so much theory. And, uh, oh my word, but they don't have wisdom. Wisdom is the ability, what did God say? What did God mean? And how to Activate or apply information. Now, so when I walk in the kitchen, I prepared last night for other stuff and and uh, my word. And some of the pastors asked me last night, where's the scriptures and the notes? And said, tomorrow morning. And, uh, but boom, I will reward you. Now, this is a phenomenal statement. And that's out of the book of Joel, like we said. And I'm going to read it to you right now. Because what Joel says, he says in verse number 21, Fear not. <laughs> the whole world is in that grip. I don't care. It comes in forms, sizes, and shapes. The reason that many people don't respond to the word is because of fear. Fear not, O land, O South Africa, O Western Cape, O the world. Be glad and rejoice, for the Lord has done great things. Somebody say great things. Be not afraid. <laughs> oh, my word. Then he says to the wild beasts and everything, and then he comes because now remember, he's prophesying about what Jesus would come to, and that happened in Acts chapter 2. So this is a shadow of the original what was said. And God is not a man that he should lie. So he says, And the threshing floor shall be full of grain, and the vats shall overflow with juice of the grapes, or grapes and oil. Oh, that's a forerunner for the mighty outpouring for the mighty harvest. And then he says, this is the scripture God dealt with me early this morning. He says, and I will restore. <laughs> God said, "He did, did you just hear it? God said, I will restore. Not maybe, not one day. When does the word of God work? The moment when I hear it, I mix it with faith and I start believing it. You can read a scripture and you can hear a word. Nothing happens until you make that word the truth. Now, let me get, he says, I will restore or replace for the years that the locust has eaten. Everything that was devoured from you in 2020. Listen, he says, 
has eaten the hopping locust, the stripping locust, and the crawling locust. What did we say this morning? Three enemies that you need to deal with every day of your life. The world around you, you have world overcoming power. So the world's not a problem. Satan against you. Paul says, Satan hindered me. What we spoke on this morning. No, Jesus said, I have given you authority, power, amplified power and authority. Authority and power over all the power of the enemy. You have all them so that nothing shall harm you. We forgot that scripture. Because when Paul said, Satan hindered us, it means he only delayed. He didn't stop them. He only delayed the process of where they're going. <laughs> he cannot. That word means it's like driving on a road in Africa. It's so deteriorating. It's so full of potholes. Instead of driving fast, you need to crawl. So it only delayed the journey. That's what Paul says. But Jesus said you have the victory and we're not ignorant with the devices of the enemy. And then we have the biggest enemy, the battle inside of us. That's why last month and the last Sunday scriptures, I must have the mind of Christ. Say, I have the mind of Christ. Because in Romans 7, 25, Paul says, we serve God with the mind. <laughs> and I said, no people say in spirit and in truth. If your mind is messed up, I don't care how wonderful is your spirit. Your mind puts a damper on your spirit. It's connected to the natural, between the natural and the spirit world because your body makes that you're in this physical world, your spirit man in the spirit world, and God speaks in your spirit. But if your mind is, if you fight, that's where the battlefield is continually, that we fight and fight and fight. That's why not every mind is a God-given thought. Wow. Not every impression I have comes from God. <laughs> if somebody pumps my flesh and then I say, oh, it's God, I have a word, I have a con. No, no, is it in the Bible? Because I have the mind of Christ. I see things from God's perspective. If you don't see it as God see it, the COVID, the lockdown, the months before will be at, terrible experience and I'm coming to it now but he says I will restore all these locusts all these enemies the world around you Satan against you and the battle inside of you listen that will stop now this is phenomenal and then he goes on and you shall eat in plenty so he's talking about the outpouring the abundance everything oh my word because that's only what God has in store he's not a limited God he's not a maybe God he's not a a bitty God. <laughs> he, yeah. Heaven is his throne, earth the footstool of his feet. That God live inside of you. It's the unlimited. It's the fullness, not the double portion. <laughs> oh, my word, what Job said, I feared he had double more when God restored him. Now we're not in the double more. We are in the thousand times more. Deuteronomy 1, 11. That's uh, not only 30, not only 60, not only 100. God said, I'm going to do things so great. You will be amazed. And then he goes on and he says, and you shall eat in the plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you and my people shall never be put to shame. Wow. The estate agent said to me, why don't you apply for the 
the English building. Other buildings are paid for and prayed for and paid for and we don't. Why don't you negotiate that for only a half a rent? I said, I cannot do it. It will be a reproach on the name of Jesus. And listen, God helped us through this because he says, and you shall know and understand. What will you do? You will know and understand and realize that I am in the midst of Israel. I am in the midst of Lofdal. I am in the midst of the Western Cape. I am in the midst of South Africa. I am in the midst of the world. He says, and that I, the Lord, am your God, and there is none else. My people shall never be put aside. And afterwards, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And here he starts prophesying about the outpouring and the dreams and the visions and what will help. Now, this is phenomenal stuff. So this afternoon, and uh, Lanzel <laughs> said, let's just start it. And JJ said, let's, we, we're going to do it. I said, I'm going for six o'clock. So I'm there busy where I'm preparing, preparing. And I said, I need a word. To understand this Joel word, God said, I will restore. Lord, what, what, what is that? Now, I'm not in the number business. I'm not in that. But according to the tradition of the Hebrew people, this is the end of the year. <laughs> There's a new year coming here at the 27th or whenever in September. And I went to the number nine. It stands for completion, for the fullness Say completion and the fullness. Now, 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 hear this. And then I say, okay, so this month in the Hebrew calendar stands for September. It means Elal. <laughs> E-L-U-L. Elal. And that means the meaning. Oh, my word is so powerful. This put me in an orbit to say, share this. September means the king is in the field. <laughs> That's the only month when you get the king out of the palace to go in the harvest in the field. Now, now, because it's the announcement of completion, the fullness, and the end. I'm coming to this now. Listen. <laughs> That's why we need to allow his countenance to shine on us. Hear that? It's the kings in the field. It's the month of completion, September 2020, uh, where we are in. It's the, uh, it's the month. Now, I love this, this declaration. It's the month to fix what has been broken, to be restored what has been. Remember, what are we talking about? Push. You're going to pick up something now. It's the month. Say it's the month to restore that which was broken. The whole time in this COVID and the pandemic and whatever, our relationship with God was tested. And all the while, you remember that old song? Oh, my word, years ago, Tasha was born 1977 on the border of Swaziland in a town that I pastored called Pitratif. Now, I did sing before, and there's a song, Why me, Lord, what have I ever done? Now, that's what many people were singing. That's a very unscriptural thing. Because the why me, <laughs> it's the month to find your place 
in the company of the Lord. It's the month to find your company in, listen people, (laughs) your place in the company of the Lord. In other words, just plain English, it's a a time to make up your mind where you want to be. What do you want to do? Now, you hear when I come now to something that I shared in 2005. <laughs> it's, it's the month where faith must be activated. It requires action because the king is in the field and I cannot miss it. It's a month to let go of what I, what me, and what we want. Did you just hear that? And to do what God wants. That connect with love. Let thy will be done. And here I am. Now, now that um, nature is I. I. I'll do it. I'll, <clears throat> and then we make it spiritual and say, God told you. And that's Penny Poloni at the end. Because there's a way that seems right. We'll quote that scripture again. But the end of that road, the end of that thought, the end of that decision, that choice, the end of going leads to nothing. It leads to death. That's why September, let me hear the word of the Lord. I didn't make that up. I, when did you ever hear me preach out of the book of Joel? (laughs) I quoted a few years, 2013, when the move of God happened. But when I walked in the kitchen, I'm drinking a concoction in the morning of a teaspoon of turmeric and a quarter teaspoon of ginger and a quarter teaspoon of, uh, uh, what's the other stuff that I drink that you put on pancakes? Cinnamon with a little bit of lemon on my empty stomach and I drink it before I go to bed. (laughs) So I drink that concoction and then I took communion. And as I do every day by the grace of God, and as I walk to do it, I heard God. That was before six. And I heard God. I will. God said, he's going to restore. And then the scripture. Now, let me help you. Because we spoke about the three enemies and the three things and all uh, so that you can know the good, the acceptable, perfect will of God. That's why the enemy will fight that. The good, the acceptable, perfect will of God. He doesn't want you, and you cannot separate the one from the other just to say, okay, I'm going to walk in the good, but not in the acceptable. I'm going to walk in the good, but not in the perfect. No, no, no. You need to walk in that so that you can always be victorious. Now, here is the thing. I preach a sermon by the grace of God, and it helped me to understand certain things. And I preached this and Pastor Lee last year with the Open Heaven Conference. And I said it somewhere in services or in the keys of faith. He's the only man from the church of God. He was in Meatville then. That prophesied this year accurately. He said 2020 the Lord says will be a year of new beginnings and a fresh start. And I thought, man, we need more detail. And I said, he said, that's just the word of the Lord. And now suddenly you discover September is your month. You can either tap into that 
because God's time frame, He works and God works and He's waiting for us to tap into what He's doing, not what we're doing. A few years ago, I preached a word and uh, I call it the year of new beginnings, 2005. What's that, 15 years ago? So, here is the thing. And while I was preparing and I took out a very old notebook, this one, very old. Duplessis family gave it to me. The girls was here in the church and the one was in Houston. And uh, I open it. Oh, my word. What's the first sermon in that, that one? The year of new beginnings. And then I, I, I start meditating on it and said, God's way of doing. God's way of doing. Now, now, now listen, because John comes and he tells me a thing that's a scary scripture. Somebody say scary. Scary in the sense of this scripture wasn't written to people who don't know Jesus. It was written to the Christians of that time frame and to us. He says in 1 John 5, 21, New Living Translation, Dear children, keep away from anything that might take God's place in your hearts. Oh, my word. And this thing was on that page. He says, from something that can take God's place in your heart. Now, that doesn't mean money or what. It can be unteachable. It can be fame can be chasing after something, it can be fear, it can be doubt and unbelief and focus thieves that will rob you <coughs> from experiencing the promise of God. Now what does the book of Hebrews tell us something? It says the children, the Hebrew children couldn't enter into the promise God gave them. Did all the signs, wonders, miracles, split the sea, they moved through, Pharaoh and the people were killed and set the table and with the same shoes they exit. That's how they traveled and, and then they mess up. Something else took the promise of God in their hearts. Fear. Numbers 13, 14. Yes, God said, but <laughs> I don't want to have a but about the prophetic word that God spoke this morning, I will restore. So restoration must come so that the mighty harvest and the great move of God, the billion souls will come in. Now, here is the thing. If I must get my axe sharp, I must become skillful. The word of God is always, well, it brings enlightenment. The entrance of thy word brings life, light, and multiplication. The entrance. Not somebody's idea, not somebody's prophecy, not, no, no, no. If it's a prophecy and it's out of the heart of God, that's thus say of the Lord. If it's a prophecy and it's not God, it's prophet lying. It's thus say of the second heaven. That's the kingdom of darkness. And we don't want that. 
We need the now word that every person is included so that you can push with the word. The word is a sword. The word is a shield. The word is a Hebrews 4.12, an energizing, active, living word. Now, now, here is the thing. That scripture that helps me. What did we say? Scripture must explain scripture. Scripture must declare scripture. Scripture must be backed up with scripture. The Holy Spirit and scripture are one. God will not tell you one thing and mean something else. Scripture doesn't say one thing and it's just my interpretation. No, it will line up with what God says. Because this whole month is a scary month. It's about my plan and God's plan. Oh, my word. And I said it in public this morning. We will not be able to do church as we have done it. Three fast ones, two slow ones, and just get a touch, and there we go. It will be such an impartation and revelation of the word because the glory, listen, when Habakkuk was prophesying, and I hear people all the time quote that and be revivalist and say, the earth will be filled with the glory. That's not what the Bible says. It says the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory. So knowledge and glory goes together. Glory is not only goosebumps and get a touch. It's about glories in the thing of financial breakthroughs. You prosper in your spirit, man, in your body, in your soul dimension, in your calling, in your everyday living. The harvest must, it's all just boil one to one thing. And I spoke about that. It's a Genesis 3 prophecy. The seed will crush the head of the snake. And we need put the devil back where he belongs to tonight, under your feet. I will restore. It's the month of Ilal. The king is in the field. <laughs> you, 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 you're going to know in what company. Uh, lesson of God, you're going to be where, what. Because the place and the time is important. We cannot miss the opportunity what God is doing. Wow. Now hear this. That's why the wise Solomon comes and he, he spoke about, because this thing boils down to, it's about instant obedience. I need to be so fine-tuned with God's spirit that I push, because remember, the enemy will fight you, but he works with the speed of a thought. He will plant thoughts in your mind. Oh, my word, and since I release that word, the enemy, suddenly I found myself thinking that I'm not supposed to think. <laughs> and then I said, no, this is not God. I'm not thinking it. I think the word, the word is, I will restore. You have given ownership over. I'm not only your savior. You made me Lord for the whole of the month. Now, let me just fast forward. Many are the plans in a man's Heart, Proverbs nineteen twenty one, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevail. It's the Lord's purpose, and we've said if you live on plans, 
You change husband wives like you change underwear, and you change churches and jobs and careers and thoughts and ideas, and you, you end up so confused because I had people tell me one week, this is what God says, three days later, no, God changes his mind, that's what, and I said, that's not God because God knows the end from the beginning. We know with all this things going on how the story is going to end. Now, God's got a detailed plan worked out, sealed with blood. Come on, somebody. He's got a specific plan for your life. Tell somebody. And that's why we need to be seekers. Seek and ye will find. Seek God's purpose. What was the very reason that Jesus came? And I put it also in writing here. <laughs> it says, his purpose must be my purpose. And you cannot have your own purpose. That's the danger of doing things your way and not God's way. You remember when I said there's a shuffling. God's bring like-minded people together. New wines, uh, new wine skins for the new wine to be filled. And Jesus' purpose was to reconcile people back to God. And that must be our purpose. That's the main event. Go and make disciples. A lot of people love the reconciling part. But they don't like the disciple part because it takes of you. And Jesus decided, now, I don't want to talk about, I just weave it in. Now listen to this. If I ignore, it will be disobedience and I will be in self-control. And then I'm heading in a Proverbs 19.21 direction. Listen, it's only the Lord's purpose that can prevail. Hearts are tested. Minds you discover and this is what I said when I counseled a couple on Friday. And I said, God was dealing with me. He first had to get Gustav out of Gustav. <laughs> your prayer life, your relationship. I can preach anywhere because I know I can preach. And I say it humbly. But is that the thus say of the Lord's word right now for this moment? Hear this. You can follow, follow your plan or you can follow God's plan. So let me quickly just fast forward to the fresh start and new beginning. You and I don't decide what's God's plan. You need to discover it. And you get it out of the word and I'm sharing it tonight. Because a lot of people, <laughs> listen, you must for everybody on the face of the earth, every nation, tongue, every whoever, it's your opportunity for a new beginning. The king is in the field. Wow. And that's why the thing we hate is to let go. <laughs> now the book of Isaiah chapter 43, 18 and 19. Can you remember somewhere... We preached that, I think that was the 31st of December. He says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. On that mishaps, 
the disappointments, the failures, the wrong decisions. Who did what to you? Say, don't do that. See, see. Jeremiah, what do you see? God wants you to see it. Because if I hear it, I believe it, I can see it, then I can say it, then I can do it. The problem why we don't have doers, people, I said this morning, they hear, but they don't listen. They don't see it. And that's why they don't say it. And that's why they don't do it. And here God says, forget the former things. He didn't say, just put it on ice or on hold. He said, forget it. Forget what happened until right now. Gustav, I had bad, ah, we had bad experiences. We buried some of our phenomenal people in the church. And, you know, uh, yesterday my sister was gone a month. And uh, we, we had some experiences. I buried pastors and stuff. But forget it. I cannot park there. It's not to say, just let it, I say, I cannot be parked in that mishap, in that heartbroken, in that, that agony, that pain situation. I need to let it go, get healed, dust off whatever life has done to you, rise up as a mighty champion of God. See, I'm doing a new thing. <laughs> now, now, when now, somebody say now, when is the now, when I hear the word now, it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way, listen where, in the desert and streams in the wasteland. Oh, Jesus, have mercy. We spoke this morning Take the lid off little. The enemy wants to belittle you. He wants to keep you small. He wants to keep you limited. He wants to keep you little. Take the thing. He wants to keep your money little. He wants to keep your... No, 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 no. Take it off. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> the neighbors maybe can hear. But I'm so excited. He says, I am making a way. In the desert. So, September, here the word of the Lord is the turning point. Remember when I preach on the turning point and, uh, and you want to go higher, the things you must do? It's your time frame of new beginning, a year of fresh start. A few months ago, we spoke on a restart. It's a restart. Start fresh. The accuser of the brethren wants you in a prison without bars. He wants your mind so occupied that you cannot think like Jesus think and see as God sees from his perspective so that you can do what God says you're going to do. The word says, listen, this is phenomenal. Our new birth, 1969 when I gave my heart to the Lord, Went to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, until that Friday night in my, they were not my in-laws then, I was still a teenager. But in their home, I gave my heart to the Lord Jesus Christ. It was a fresh start. It was a new beginning. Now, you're, you're, the Bible says you are a new creature. That's a fresh start. 
And that's what the word says. Oh, my word. Now, now, this is phenomenal. God is the one who has the power and the ability to make our lives new. In fact, listen to this. God can give us more than a fresh start. He gives us a new start. Wow. How does that happen? Hear the word. Meditate the word. Change your thinking. Arm your thoughts. See what God says. Speak it. And start doing it. Now, 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 listen to the statement. The devil would like us to think. He would like you to think that we are helpless creatures on the face of the earth. So gemaakt en so gelat staan. Nee, no. You are a new creature, full with the glory. The number nine also means the nine gifts and the nine fruit of the Spirit. Oh my word, you filled with capacity. His workmanship, the greatness of God is inside of you. He would love that you can think you cannot change. Or you cannot overcome. Or there's no fresh start for you because I'm too far down the slope. And that we can tap in or discover God's plan for our lives. Come on, somebody help me. What a lie from the pit of darkness. Now I'm going to be short because here I come to the conclusion. Listen to this. You must tonight, you must do it. What's our problem? A lack of knowledge. What happens when I don't have the knowledge of the word or I lose it somewhere, change my way as God said. I become of null effect. I, become, I will perish. I will go in bondage. Isn't that a typical thing because people don't know the, have the knot? We need to keep yourself updated. Develop the spiritual muscles that you can be strong in the power of the Lord. Listen, and in the power of his might. Because this is a prophetic year, more than any other year, your fresh start. Say, I have a fresh start. Say, there's a fresh start for my life, a fresh start, a fresh start. Listen to this. Gustav, what must I do? You say all these nice things. The month of Elah and the king is in the, the field. and You say all these nice things. What must I do? How do I tap in? I don't want to throw slogans. I want to give you the steps. He ordered the steps of the righteous. I want to give you to go higher and come out of limited places. Now this is going to help somebody. Number one, make a quality decision. Say quality decision. If I make a quality decision, I have a made up mind. I'm not going to change my mind because the decision I make is lined with the word and it's built on the word. That means I want to be led by the spirit of God that I can manifest as a son of God. Say, I have made up my mind. This is my year. This is my month. Our September month is going to be a greater month 
because I'm pushing with the word. I have pushed with the word. I push with the promise of God. I push with reality in the word. I push with truth tonight. Every lie will be bulldozed out of my way. Every circumstance and every thing because the word prevails. Listen, make that quality decision. That means when I say I make a quality decision, it means the word of God's going to be the final authority. The final authority. God says, but he's written, no, no, no. That's how they fight about tithes and offerings and stuff. I don't fight even about that. I just do what God tells me and there's results. Listen. <laughs> I am willing and obedient. It's a, not only obe- I'm willing, I do it with the, my Jesus attitude. Make a quality decision, number one. Make a decision. You're not going to allow your past yesterday, this last few months, to poison your future. (laughs) Listen, this is so important. Stop looking in the rearview mirror of your past. You need to go forward. You need to go higher. You cannot reach the destination if you could keep looking in the rearview mirror and see what's in the backside. Let go of all the hurt. Oh my word, Gustav, I understand pain. I understand. Let go of all the unforgiveness, the bitterness, all the hidden agendas, the mistakes, the failures, the wrong choices. Paul says in Philippians, I forgot what the things behind and I stretched myself to reach the mark. You have a mark, God's purpose that you must obtain. God's not going to change his word to fill my mood and attitude and what I want. I need to change by renewing my mind according to the word. The second thing I need to do is Maintain the spirit of expectation. In the book of Samuel, the ark of God is gone and she gave birth to a boy and she said, I'll call him Ichabod. The glory of God has departed. Gone is the expectation. Now, I was sitting and thinking this afternoon, uh, the word Ichabod, the glory, the word Kabot means the glorious heavy. Change your situation from Ichabod. Oh, the money is gone, the job is gone, my house is gone, this is gone, that is gone. Change it! Nakabot, the glory of God. Where the glory manifests with the word and the spirit, God is awakened over the word to perform it. Very important. Because Paul says in Ephesians chapter 3, He says, oh my word, he can do the exceedingly, the abundantly, the above, what we ever ask or pray for. (laughs) Somebody shout tonight, say, this is my prophetic year. I'm removing the barriers to my prophetic month of September. Now I'm not, you spoke here, hear the word of the Lord. I will restore. I will restore. The third thing, this thing brings us in trouble. 
the keys in your mouth. Guard your tongue. We've preached that and I do the keys of faith about that. I told you the story when I said to God when we ran in an 80,000 rand deficit years ago and I said, this is not fair, God. We are givers and we do all these things and how's it possible that we end up in this trouble? And the Lord said, your biggest problem is your mouth. You do the right thing, but you speak death and you attract Negative people attracts negative. Negative situation attract negative. <laughs> Come on, but when you speak the word, you attract positive. People don't want to be around negative people that's always complaining and always moaning and groaning. And No, 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 no. The world needs you. You are destined for great. They need you to shine as the light, be the salt of the earth, to be positive in a negative world. The world needs you. Say the world needs me. The world needs you. Take the lid off, the little, the widow of Zerapath and the boy with his five loaf, two fishes. Listen. Oh my word. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. The fourth thing. Now, I'm not here like the people that preach in the media or TV or whatever and say, <clears throat> if you do this and then, no, no, I can only tell you what the word is doing. Sow a seed. <laughs> I'm not asking your money. No, no. Do with what, what. Sow a seed. I know what I need to do. I know what this family did during this lockdown and how God helped us. We sowed and God activate even abroad and supernatural things start happening. Sow a seed. Because remember when I said with the the squatters that year stole the water and everything. How I was in Brother Rodney Howard Brown's service and the Lord said, sow the check and I sow the check. And how God came through supernaturally. This is the thing. You give yourself out. The multiplication happened when the boy gave his bread and his fishes. Jesus took it and he blessed it. It happened in the blessing. When he gave it, who walked home Everybody had a belly full. But who walked home with the 12 leftover baskets to the overflow? The boy who sowed his five loaves and two, who had a mighty miracle. He took off the lid of his little and he went home with much more. The widow of Zerapath, she had to sow the oil and the flour and God create the miracle. Now, under the Old Testament and New Testament, and even more in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, 9. We know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Although he was very rich for your sakes, become poor, that through his poverty you may become wealthy. Why? That you can complete your godly assignment. Your godly assignment is the harvest. Your godly assignment is reconcile people to God. Make disciples, feed the poor, come on, change lives, rescue the babies. All these things that we are doing, educate the child. My word! Get the people, snatch them out of the snares of the devil. And it's going to cost money, honey. You've got a greater assignment in your life than what you, bigger than your job, bigger than your pension, bigger than your investments, bigger than, it's so big. <laughs> and the only way how it can happen, if I'm faithful where I am in the little, God can trust me with much more. Sow a seed, the fifth one. And allow me for the next few minutes. And this is the last one. Focus. Focus. 
God said, I'm doing a new thing. So what must I do? Make a quality decision. Because if I hearken and obey to the voice of the Lord my God, these blessings will come upon me. <laughs> the word is the final authority. Come on. What did we say is the second one? Maintain the spirit of expectation. You come out of your barrenness. Barrenness is a curse. Lack is a curse. You come out of your barrenness. Like a Hannah. The Eli was so backslidden he thought she's drunk. But she was at Shiloh. Oh my word. And she said, open my womb. I'll dedicate him to you. And God answered her prayer. And she gave birth to Samuel. Come on somebody. Third one, guard this thing. Don't be judgmental. Don't curse. Guard your tongue. Don't speak death over your life, death over your situation. And so where you want to go. But this one is focus. Because what do we need to have? The mind of Christ. Now I've put in writing a few things about focus. And this is it. Focus means to aim. To hit the target. The very purpose you are on the face of the earth. That's what focus is about. The very reason you're on the face of the earth. Focus on that. You're not focused. You're only not here to make heaven. You're here to live God's dream. To be a changing agent. He made you a new creature. He gave you the greatest ministry. Greater than any title, any position. That's why your title is not your identity. Your identity is in Jesus. And he gave you the greatest ministry. John 20, 21. Just as my father sent me, I sent you. Come on, somebody. He gave you the ministry of reconciliation. That's the greatest miracle on the face of the earth. And he made you an ambassador. Three things again. You need to listen to this morning because all the threes involve... Oh, my word. The full cycle. Focus means to aim to hit the target. The very purpose you hear. Now, the enemy will come with what? Distractions. Distractions is anything. <laughs> because remember, the enemy was with the speed of a thought. He'll put doubt in your mind. He, he, and I'll show you the three things that brings you in that distraction thing. And it's all about not living out these three things. A new creature, ministry of reconciliation, and to be his ambassador. That alone is a mouthful of truth. It's not complicated. Easy. We try with everything else, crutches and hearing aids and walking aids in the spirit now. <laughs> and think that, no, 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 that's just the plain truth. Listen to this because God wants to use you. You, the person that he says, fresh start, new beginning. But you make the choices. God doesn't make the choice for us. We make the choices. Distraction means I get out of focus. <clears throat> now, if I'm out of focus, then everything what I was supposed to focus on becomes blur, becomes vague, and then you walk in the wrong direction. Distractions is anything. Oh, my word. This is so powerful and full of truth. Anything that prevents you to go into your purpose, 
your goal, your goal, and your life mission. And that's why distractions come in forms of a person. <laughs> There's people that can bring you out of focus. A thing that happened, a situation like COVID-19. Uh, what do they call all these SARS or whatever? The pandemic can bring you off focus. Or it can be a place. A place. A person. A situation. And the wrong place takes you out of focus. There's no time just to sit on our blessed assurances and wonder how. This is the time to activate, get the lost into the kingdom, disciple them. A disciple is a learner. You remain being a learner. Stay humble, stay teachable. Because everybody said, nobody can teach me. I've got degrees. Yeah, I understand. But it doesn't mean I'm doing what God says. Focus, we said, means to aim, to hit the target, the very purpose you on the face of the earth. Now let me help you with this thing. Because negativity enters in <clears throat> when you're not focused. I put down something about negativity. Negativity has the power to hold you down, to keep you hostage, to make you an orphan. And listen, and it belittle and it belows your potential, what God has created you for. And you can miss God's plan. Wow. Negativity always reflects inner defeat. Have you ever heard that before? Negativity always reflects inner defeat. Visionaires and pioneers, if they make a statement and somebody comes up why it cannot be done, they always have a solution why it can be done. That's what God has created you to be. Because the inner conflict is the thing. It lashes out at circumstances, at people, the environment and the government. And oh my word, it casts blame. While Jesus said, you have the authority. You have the authority and the power over all the power. Listen, we don't war against people. It's demonic forces. And this is the closing. This is the closing. Forget the former things. Apply these five things in your life. You are God's number one choice. He didn't choose you and say, well, you stand back. No, 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 no. You are God's number one choice. And you cannot miss it. Oh, my word. And that's why the enemy wants to paralyze your planning, abort your hope, and derail what God has. But God's word is going to take you in that fresh start. Now, it's enough of the enemy and what he tries to do. This is your word. You need to let go of the old. <laughs> so that God can let go of the new. If you cannot let go of the old, God cannot let go of the new. 
because the old will poison and kill and abort the new. That's why he said, forget the former things. Now, take that limitation off. Take it off that lid, what has been bombarded in your mind. Well, that one said, I don't care. What does the word say? Take that God says, I'm for you. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. He said, all these things will happen. Pestilence and earthquakes and floods and, and, and false Christ will rise. He said, don't be moved by that. <laughs> you stay focused on the great assignment. I told somebody Friday, I'll give them thousands if Jesus comes in this year. If he comes in September, why the crazy people always say he comes in September? I don't know. And then he doesn't come and then they say, no, God changed his mind. Or if he comes in the next seven, eight, nine, ten years, I'll give you 10,000 bucks if that happens <laughs> before I depart. Listen, that's how sure I am. He's not coming. Why? Because he said, preach the gospel to the end of the world. You are a person of capacity and potential. I don't want to pick up the Bible, but I'm going to do it and read you one scripture and then we're going to pray. Paul says in Ephesians, I pray that you may know and understand the hope of your calling. The hope of your... Say, I am called. That doesn't mean you carry the title of pastor, pupster, prophet, teacher. But no, 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 no. You have the greatest ministry, we said, because he gave you this phenomenal ability to understand what you carry. You are more dangerous than what you think. You're more powerful than we are right now. What is going to unlock that is the truth. Well, applying the truth, hearing the truth, applying the truth will bring freedom and set you free. Ephesians chapter number one. Listen to this scripture. Oh, my word. And verse 18, by having the eyes of your heart flooded with light. So that you can know and understand that what's the hope to which he has called you. You are called. This letter was written to the Christians, the church in Ephesus. And to you, the viewer tonight. Oh my word. You are called. Your name stands in the Bible. I was just reading John and Patrick and uh, Pastor Patrick and Beva. It's their wedding anniversary yesterday. God bless you. Listen. And it, it's your birthday. God bless you. It says... I've been reading your names in the Bible. He says, which he has called you and how rich is his glorious inheritance in the saints. He set apart ones. And so that we can know, you can know and understand what is the immeasurable you cannot measure. What is the unlimited, Ooh, Jesus, and the surpassing greatness of his power in and for us <laughs> who believe. That's why the faith message, Paul says, we preach the message of faith. Oh, my word. Faith comes by hearing. If I can get just anything in your mind tonight is to take that little off, that lid off the little. You're not little. You are great. The great I am lives inside of you. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. But you can only be as prosperous as your mind is. 
third letter of John, one chapter, verse one. Beloved, I wish above all things that you will prosper and be in health just as your soul prospereth. That happens when I change my thinking and all my thoughts. Say it for yourself. I have the unlimited, the immeasurable. Oh, my word. The immeasurable, unlimited, and surpassing greatness of his power is in me and for me if I can believe it as demonstrated in the working of his mighty strength. Verse 10, chapter 2. For we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew. To do what? Born anew for what? That we may do those good works. (laughs) Hallelujah. Good works, which God predestined, planned beforehand. For us to taking paths which he prepared God's will, God's purpose ahead of time that we should walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. Come on, somebody, take the lid off the little so that you can experience the more. You are not defeated. You are not, oh my word, uh, in, 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 in a prison with you. You come out, you come out, you take the barriers off your new beginning, your fresh start, because you are anointed. This is the time when Samson said, just this one more time, his eyes was pierced out because he disobeyed God. But when he pulled the pillars, he killed more Philistines in that one event than in his whole lifetime. It's you that God is after. Take the little, uh, the lid of the little so that you can get the much and your life can move clockwise with God. Not against God, not against the grain. Oh, well, the world. No, 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 no. You've missed again, Second Corinthians 5, from verse 17 till 20. You are an ambassador. He gave you the greatest ministry, the greatest ministry. And he made you a new creature. If that is you tonight, to say, Gustav, oh, my word, I am ready for a fresh start, a new beginning, to live out the great calling. The great calling is go and make disciples of all nations, baptize them and teach them. (laughs) That's the great commission, the great commandment, love God. It's a love God with all of your mind, all of your heart, all of your everything, all of your strength. So everything belongs to God. I'm under his lordship to say, here I am, and I am pushing with the word through every barrier. I break through gates and whatever people want to say. I break through that barriers and I enter into the greatness of God. If you hearken and obey to the voice of the Lord your God, Deuteronomy 28, 1, then all these blessings will come upon you. It starts with hearken and obey. That's the key. Don't be only a hearer. Be a listener and a doer. You are destined. The works I have done, Jesus said, you will do them. And greater works. Are you ready? Is there somebody that can get excited, jump up and say, greater works I was destined for. I am much better and much more powerful in my next few minutes than ever in my life because I have the truth of the word. 
Now, if you don't, don't know Jesus and somebody asks you to watch this broadcast, it starts with Jesus. I make you Lord of my life. I acknowledge that you are the Lord. Forgive me my sin. Wash me in the blood. Put my name in the book of life. I confess, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. If you need a miracle, say, I will not take sickness. It's not God. I'm uh, my word destined for life. And as God has life... No sickness, no depression, no nothing. <laughs> to have that life in abundance, I'm taking hold of that every need will be met according to his riches in glory because I take the lid off my little and God develops it into much. Hallelujah. Does it help somebody? <laughs> I want you to so pump up in this first week, so the second week in September, that you will win the lost for any cost and do what Jesus said you will do and you will have it. Tomorrow night, oh my word, the prayer time, tomorrow morning at uh, 11, between 11 and 12, the keys of faith, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 minutes. Tomorrow night with Pastor Emilia, come on somebody, the prayer time on the Zoom meeting and every day this week, live your life according to to the word of God. You are what the word says you are. You can do what the word says you can do. You can have what the word says you can have. You will achieve what the word says you can achieve. You're not under the curse. Oh my word, the enemy will try to come one way. Put him to flee tonight, say devil, in Jesus' name. Because no weapon formed against you shall prosper. In Jesus' name. Oh my word. Sorry that I get so excited, but I cannot. The word is like fire in my bones. God bless you. We love you. Gustav the Toy from the Western Cape, South Africa, from Lofdal International. This is your fresh start. The king is in the field and let his glory shine on your countenance and be everything God says you can be. Until, oh my word, tomorrow and tomorrow night and then next Sunday. God bless you. We love you and you're phenomenal.